and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Well, hello, Delora. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. You know, got to come back for the peoples, talk about some things for our usual Thursday episode and what's going on in these pop culture streets. So thank you, everybody, for joining us as usual for a little chat. You know, all I'm thinking right now is tip, tip, tip on hardwood floors. 10, 10, 10 across the board. How was it? I know we're going to have an entire recap of it, but how was it, Ashley? Yeah, I mean, it was it was good. I, you know, I always enjoy going to see Miss Beyonce in the flesh and the energy from the crowd and everybody and all the outfits. It was the fans. I mean, everybody was so literal fans, not yes. just yes. fanatic fans, but the literal fans. And then we did have Blue Ivy come out. So that, I mean, I think I may have ruptured the eardrum uh when everybody started yelling and hooting and hollering because of blue so it was definitely a moment and we made it through it was a little touch and go with the weather but we made it through I was wondering about that okay well yep welcome back to reality (laughs) thank you very much thank you very much anybody who has not gotten a chance to see her yet I saw the uh, announcement about the outfit that she's hoping everyone brings out some coordination for Virgo season so you guys have fun with that exactly and your silver ensembles so (laughs) enjoy all right Laura let's get into some things this week first up we have the superstar baby announcements that have been popping out literally from Rihanna and from Serena Williams their babies might as well be cousins because of how quick how close they seem like they gave birth (laughs) Rihanna has given birth to her second child another son her and ASAP Rocky are already parents to son RZA who's 15 months and remember this was announced uh, essentially during her Super Bowl halftime show performance so yes ma'am it's been it's been a little bit we do not have a name yet and I don't know if we can even really make any predictions for their child and what the potential names may be but definitely congratulations to Riri congrats Riri I don't know did we officially get RZA from them or is that just information that just dropped I don't think it ever came directly from them. I think it came from, you know, the media figuring it out through birth certificates and all, because all that stuff is public record. Yeah. So that I think that's how that came out. Uh, And I don't know, there could have been, I mean, there's people in the Navy who may be more up to date on if she ever posted anything and shared his name or something, but 
we know what it is at this point. And then we have uh, Serena, who's giving birth to her second child, a daughter. And they mm-hmm. did release that baby's name, yes. uh, Adira River Ohanian. They did it mm-hmm. with a very cute TikTok video uh, with the fam. Very cute. I love that they're making these like very cute social media moments for their family that they're having. Yes. When they're doing their various announcements. Mm-hmm. It's the pride of olympia for me like peak big sister mode and it is stinking adorable i also am loving how alexis is looking at serena (laughs) so adorable i'm just super excited for both couples these babies are they're gonna be okay you know yeah they that's why i dubbed (laughs) That's why I dubbed them superstar babies. They're going to be all right. Uh, I wonder if this pregnancy and birth delivery situation was, I'm hopeful that it was much smoother for Serena than um, than the first time. So I don't know if she's going to come out with anything and discuss that uh, now, but we'll see. But yeah, definitely. And I'm curious to see what these little babies are going to look like. Are they going to resemble their siblings? Are they going to have totally different faces? They're famous mommies exactly Mm -hmm. we'll see but congratulations to both of those um couples and their uh, expansion of their families all right delora let's move on to some um unfortunate news that dropped over the weekend ron cephas jones emmy award-winning actor has passed away at age 66 i'm reading a vanity fair article that this is a star had battled chronic obstructive pulmonary disease for several years he had also been in other projects like Luke Cage and The Get Down. And um, his rep did confirm, or his spokesperson did confirm that it was due to that pulmonary issue that he passed away. Um, in the article that I'm reading, they list multiple, you know, accolades and things that he, you know, had during his career, but that he was best known for you know his turn these days and this is us that won him an emmy in 2018 and 2020 he has some beautiful tributes from sterling k brown who played his television son sterling said life imitated art today and one of the most wonderful people the world has ever seen is no longer with us um Ron has passed away and the world is a little less bright. Brother, you are loved and you will be missed. Keep them laughing in the next phase of existence and I'll see you when I get there. He also got tributes from Dan Fogelman, who created This Is Us, and Mandy Moore, um, who obviously played Randall's adoptive mother in This Is Us as well. Um, my thoughts immediately turned to his daughter in real life, Jasmine. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, just the outpouring of love and support that I saw online uh, during and and after the announcement about his passing. Delora, what were your thoughts? This was so sad and 66 is young. Like I, I did not know about his medical condition, obviously until the news came out and I immediately thought of his daughter and I immediately thought of thought about his television son Randall aka my cousin Sterling K Brown he was such a phenomenal actor I mean honestly we talk about this all the time Randall's storyline is what kept us watching this is us for the majority of the show Mm -hmm. and it's because of his relationship with Ron like when he died yo buckets i mean i think you know the show was guaranteed tears 
every episode, but such a phenomenal actor. And I appreciate people like him too, because he's such a character actor and he's been doing it for so many years. And for him to have gotten a project to finally get his flowers, because I remember seeing him on Luke Cage and other smaller parts, but I'm just so happy that his talent was recognized and he will be missed. Absolutely. He spoke about that too and said that he was happy that This Is Us gave him a chance to show his level of work. You know, he was cast at the age of 59. So he was finally getting his flowers and it just goes yes. to show that, you know, no matter what age you are, uh, keep grinding towards your dreams. A and, dream. Um, yes. A dream work, never dies. It never yeah, dies. Hard work will be recognized. I always think about that. Um, Judge Judy, I think, said, if you didn't make it in your 20s, make it in your 30s. If you didn't make yes. it in your 30s, make it in your 40s. If you didn't make it in your 40s, make it in your 50s, and so on and so on. And she talked about this one lady who didn't start, I think she was a famous painter, didn't start painting until yes. her 70s yes. or something like that. So I do think it's beautiful that he was able to feel that and receive that um, during his lifetime and rest in peace and much love and thoughts and prayers to his family and loved ones. All right, Delora, let's move on to our next headline. Scooter Braun, I literally have up an article from Variety that the title is, What the Hell is Going On in Scooter Braun's Empire? Yeah, pretty much. There's been so much in speculation, stories, headlines about people leaving his management company, right? First, it was Demi Lovato. Then they were saying it was Ariana Grande. Then they were saying it was also Justin Bieber. Yes. And then I've been seeing subsequent headlines of oh no ariana and justin bieber are still with him and this this and that and so i don't want to get into the level of detail they got into in this article because it's a lot but essentially it seems like scooter is moving on into a larger role in his overall company that he has because i mean it's an international company now they also manage like bts and um they have you know other things in their portfolio and so he has not really been on hand for the day-to-day -day management of these artists for a while um, but because of the big controversy with Taylor Swift that he has had in the last couple of years and the fact yes. that that was a, a stain on this reputation that at least it seems like he's publicly tried to cultivate of being friends to his artists and having a good right. image and personality in that way. It does mm -hmm. make you wonder if there are other things going on behind the scenes and there's some writing on the wall that's causing these artists his superstar big name artists to potentially be leaving him so what were your thoughts when you were seeing these shakeups potentially coming for him and his company what on this green earth is going on like obviously it's getting a lot of attention because he has such high profile clients I mean look at the top 40 and he probably got like five spots or you you know what I mean based off of his clientele so I am wondering if we're still going to get more information like I, I was curious if we were going to get and I'm not saying this in terms of the accusation but like how everybody started dropping off like flies around people like a Harvey Weinstein and things mm. like that like I'm like what type of drama is uh getting ready to rear rear his ugly head with all these people jumping ship so i still think there may be some drama <laughs> coming i really do because i mean everybody is jumping off and so 
if it wasn't negative, I think they would have gotten ahead of it better than Adina Manzel dropping off Ariana and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? I'm like, there has to be a better PR spin to this other than him moving on to a different role. I, I don't know. Call me pessimistic. So that's there. That's where I am, Ashley. I mean, I think it's fair. It's Hollywood. He is very entrenched in the music game. He has been for a very long time. And music, possibly even more so to me than film and television, is notorious for having some really shady girl stuff going on. Yes. Um, and in this van- in this variety article, rather, I was supposed to say Vanity Fair again, they mentioned that complicating matters is the fact that the famously hard-charging Braun, who has been one of the most powerful people in the music business for more than a decade, garnered so much ill will and envy and his rise to the top of the situation has reached a kind of snowballing mob mentality <laughs> like okay so basically you're trying to say that people want to see him fall, fall. and are actively yeah. rooting against him uh to fail so again whether or not it is simply him you know no longer being as interested in the management side of it because he has so many other things that are going on in the overall grand scheme of his vision for his company um we have yet we'll, we'll, time will tell i guess is really what i want to say because nobody has spoken out really yet so once somebody starts talking we may see more people willing to step up to the plate if there is some additional truth to be told so tbd on this guys we we have to we have to come back and talk about this in the future we have a little bit more information but as of right now it is it is interesting i know he also released a statement saying breaking news i'm no longer management managing myself yeah i saw that trying to poke fun at the situation so i'm like is it funny though okay (laughs) i mean it's one of those where did you need to say something you saying something may not help the situation right so true Again, we shall see. All right, let's move on to our final headline, Delora. Girl, this fire festival. I know y'all have to remember this ish. There was Hulu documentary, Netflix documentary, Billy McFarland, the founder, went to prison. Child. Yep. Yep. Whole endeavor. Why am I suddenly seeing headlines that Fire Festival 2 is a go? Apparently, <laughs> Fire Festival 2 tickets are on sale. And on Tuesday, this is according to a CNN article, Billy McFarlane said that the first batch of tickets were already sold out. It's supposedly going to be in the Caribbean somewhere sometime toward the end of 2024. I was going to say there has not been a location definitely. (laughs) No location, (laughs) no lineup, no specific date. And the, the Bahamas already said you are not welcome here. Don't bring your ass back over here, basically. You know, my um, mind went straight to old dude who was willing to do anything for water. Oh my god! In the documentary. <laughs> yes. What's his name? Like Andy or something like that. But his face was like, you know. <laughs> Yo, for anybody who watches Succession, that's Tom. Like that's Tom. <laughs> For any Succession fans out there. But I'm also seeing an article from CBS News that a couple has already spent nearly $550 each 
for two tickets. They said, if anything, it'll just be a really cool vacation. Delora, is this really happening? Are people really going to spend money again on a potentially disastrous event that left them in tents with cheese sandwiches out in the middle of the desert somewhere? I also remember those styrofoam plates with that piece of bread and cheese on top. Um, yeah, why not? People join cults all the time, actually. <laughs> <Like>, uh, <laughs> That's what it is at this point, huh? People are gullible. And I don't know. Common sense ain't all that common. That's, at least that's what my grandma used to say, so. He was just released from prison in April. Listen. Like, I'm not sure there's any rehabilitation for Billy McFarlane. Like, I really don't like, think there's any lesson to be learned for him. Every day I'm hustling. Okay, that is his theme <laughs> song. The most expensive tickets for Fire Festival 2 are listed at nearly $8,000. Y'all have fun. Okay, y'all have fun. I mean, I'm a bit of a hotel snob. And it's like, you can't confirm that I'll be somewhere comfortable spending that type of money. You no can't confirm you. any. You can't even confirm that you'll still be free. By the time the disposal is about to run around, because the Bahamas said that he's still considered a fugitive, and they have several pending complaints against him. So oh, yes, I I just y'all crazy, y'all wild for this. Like sometimes we we do a little bit too much to be in the midst of it, in the thick of the hoopla or the something you can post on social media, doing it for the gram, all of that. Like, even if I had the level of disposable income where I ain't mind paying these type of prices, for right. why? And Ja Rule, I hope you staying as far away from it this time as you possibly can. I'm so glad that you say that because when I was looking up different news articles to read, some of the pictures had old dude next to Ja Rule and I'm like, well, Ja Rule didn't go to jail for this. He did not. <laughs> so he if I were not. him, I'd be like, uh, don't put my face on this. Exactly. I mean, he owed $26 million from the first time and was sentenced to six years in prison. So good luck to you, Billy. That's all. All right, Dolores, let's move on to our hot topics. First one up, if you can freaking believe it, 30 years since living single premiered on fox the hit sitcom starring queen latifah kim fields kim coles erica alexander john hinton and tc carson premiered back on august 22nd 1993 i'm reading an article from the grio and they spoke with creator Yvette Lee Bowser on the anniversary. And she said, I wanted to create a series that centered on and celebrated women. When you create something that is intended to be a love letter and you pour love into it over time, what I found is that you continue to get love back over an extended and unexpected period of time. Well, absolutely said. love this. Absolutely love the excitement that I saw with posts about this and about the anniversary of living single um I do need the griot to get their fact checking together though because they listed in this article that Sinclair and Khadijah were sisters they were in fact cousins cousins <laughs> um have y'all watched the show 
very, I bet she was a Gen Zer. Probably don't even know. Yeah, very basic knowledge I'm gonna need you to have about the series, but very <laughs> bare minimum. Bare yeah. minimum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I love again that there is some coverage of it because sometimes I don't know if Living Single gets its flowers the way some of the other um iconic black. TV shows get at times. Now, where does Living Single rank for you among your favorite Black sitcoms? Is it in your top five, top 10 at this point? I mean, and the thing is, we have so many new ones these days, yeah, like Blackish ranks for me now, Insecure ranks for me now. It's getting tougher and tougher. Wow. Wow. Um, yes, definitely top five. I'm almost wondering if it's top three. I think it is top um, three for me as well. I don't know what my number one is without like saying the Cosby show. <laughs> oh, it's Martin for me. It's Martin. Um, maybe it's in Living Color. Maybe. I don't know. But Living Single is a comfort show for me. Like it mm-hmm. is comfort television shows just like Golden Girls. Like when I came home from the hospital with Amara... It had just became available on Hulu and we started with episode one and throughout my journey with this child and her first few months of life we made it all the way through the entire series and what's so funny is David didn't know the show but ask him to sing theme song today you know what I mean <laughs> knows every word because that's also when those theme songs were at its peak, right? Yes, like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But yeah, I love it. I love it so much. And my question actually to you is, who's your favorite character? Yeah, I was going to get to that. So first I want to say, I think my top three is Martin is number one, and then A Different World and Living Single Fight for two and three. Because oh, A Different World is definitely yeah. my top three for sure. Yeah, all of Holy those. Moly. The reason why is because they're all super rewatchable and relevant to me even today. Like yeah. that's the biggest staple for me with so many of these. They're all so good. I have a solid top five, a solid even top 10, but can I sit and rewatch these shows over and over and over again? Those are my top three. So which character do, is my favorite? Max is obviously the funniest character for it's me Max for the show. For me as well. <laughs> it's absolutely the Max. Funniest. But when I watch it, they all had their heart. Yes. To play. They all had their humor. Like there are some episodes where Regine just kills me. Like, just absolutely slays me. Absolutely. Kim Fields did the damn thing. Did uh, it. It's, it's Maxine Shaw. And what I love so much about it is sh- she, like, because again, I grew up watching this. So as a child, impressionable mind and all, she had the most serious job, but she was the goofiest if you really looked very close. <laughs> the stuff she did constantly eating I mean and messy 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 you know what I mean (laughs) and I 
And then her relationship with Kyle, I was I was gonna say one thousand percent there for that as well. Yes. The will they won't they of her and Kyle. And honestly, until I rewatched the show again in my later years, I couldn't even remember how their relationship resolved because I was like, hold mm-hmm. on, did they break up? Did they stay together? Like what happened? Yeah. I'm gonna spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it in a long time. Go back Girl, and watch. 30 years. Go back and watch. But I <laughs> I mean, I love living single. Like to this day, I love the chemistry of that cast. The root even has um article 30 years of laughs living single and like the most memorable guest stars and sometimes you can forget about like who's come through some of these shows but you had a lot of you know shamar moore you had morris chestnut you had me along you had but specifically t-boz was on the show not just with tlc but also later on she was on the show by herself so it's just like it's just like oh yeah because heavy d was one of regime's boo things yep it was just like interesting again, always to just remember. It's so nostalgic. Like just remember this era and just remember, you know, who got their start on some of these like really well-known black shows that we all love. But yes, I, I think I think that uh it's been a fun celebration. And I hope that they do some type of reunion at some point, the way we've gotten to see with so many of the other shows these days. And again the show was so successful that one of the most successful shows in television history was template off of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's friends from friends. So if you want to know, there would be no friends if there wasn't a living single. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. White people. And this, these are facts, not speculations. (laughs) All right, Delora, let's get into our final hot Topic Super Bowl halftime show 2024. It's not until February 11th, but people are already putting out these articles about who supposedly is in the top to perform. This article I'm looking at from Hot New Hip Hop, Jack Harlow. Miley Cyrus, Bad Bunny, and Harry Styles are allegedly in the top contender list to headline the Super Bowl. I had also seen supposedly Taylor Swift had already declined because of her tour. And that Ed oh, yeah, Sheeran- she's supposed to be going into Europe uh, in 2024 with Paramore, Ed- fun fact. And that Ed Sheeran had also already rejected it, saying he would only want to do a Super Bowl if he could be like a guest. That is what I call self-awareness. Thank you, Ed. Of these top choices that this article is stating, are there any that stand out to you as like, oh yeah, I would love to see that? Um, Honestly, my top three out of this list, and honestly, it's not in any particular order because I don't have that much emotion behind it. Miley, Harry, Bad Buddy. I love to see any one of those. I think Miley has enough um, hits to have a good time. Although I'm sure she'll have to guarantee that there won't be any twerking incidents on the main stage. Harry Styles, say what you want about him, but he is a star. (laughs) And he has some hits as well. As it was, was one of the bigger songs of last year. So... Yeah, and then Bad Bunny, I would love to see him because he's a global superstar. Mm -hmm. And 
Yes, he's speaking Spanish, but I think that would show more growth than I think the traditional audience for the Super Bowl is able to handle. I think there will be legit people upset of him speaking his native language of Spanish. That's how this world is, especially in an election year. Um, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Ashley? So first I want to state by saying there's something about this list that bothers me. I think the way that the Super Bowl used to always feel to me is that performing at the halftime show was a rite of passage. It was earned. Yes. And it was something that was earned over a long period of time. And to your point of this list, Miley Cyrus maybe is getting to that point i know i mean it's not like rihanna's been around forever but maybe she's at that point but something about it i'm like where are my seasoned people you know who i'm thinking about usher baby exactly where are my seasoned people who have if she wasn't pregnant She'd be a fun halftime show, but I don't know if her plan. She'll be more of a feature, I feel like, to yes. somebody. I don't know if she is a superstar in music to that level beyond the Black community as far as that level of reach. I would still love to see Sierra perform. I mean, she's a great One, entertainer. Yes. She's a great entertainer, but Usher, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Where's my season, my people who I feel like they have the longevity and they've earned that moment to be in front of that level of an audience. This is a very white um, short list for me. Yeah. This is a very uh, pop, uh, very mainstream leaning short list to me um bad bunny i would be excited for just because i think i enjoy bad bunny's performances that i've seen same harry styles would not move me sorry jack harlow would not move me jack harlow got one hit as far as i'm concerned why would nobody 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 on this list honestly i would rush to turn on my tv for too especially if it wasn't a good game like i may miss the, the next the next Super Bowl performance halftime show if it is anybody from this list if I'm honest besides like I said probably Bad Bunny I tune into so those are my thoughts when I saw this and I'm just being completely honest with you guys like those are my thoughts I was like there's nothing about this is like rocking my world like where are the people who I'm like yes that would be amazing think about the features yes exactly we're coming off of the the hype of Rihanna, the hype of Dr. Dre and everybody who joined that Super Bowl halftime show the year prior to that. Like, and then uh, J-Lo and Shakira. I mean, we y'all got to give us somebody to get excited about. So again, this is only speculation at this point. We still never know. Things could change up. Lizzo supposedly was on the short list before the controversy that's come out about her. Um, we'll see what happens. We still have a few months before they make an ultimate decision. We do. And the other thing that I love about Usher, okay, this is my official bid for Usher. Um, He's been in the game forever and he's touched so many genres, right? That it'll just be a good time, but maybe it's too, too black back to back. You know how, you know how Super Bowl. Horseshit. Horseshit. (laughs) Horseshit. The NFL is black. (laughs) Rock Nation is black. 
we would never say that if there was four white artists for the Super Bowl halftime show that have performed four years in a row. Back so, in a row. horseshit. Put another black person to Super Halftime show for a fourth or for a third year in a row, rather. Let's Obviously, do it. Obviously, I am with you, Ashley. I'm just I know. getting out I know here. you are. I know you are. Looking at all the are. angles, because you know how you it are. be. And I could care less. Blacking it up, baby. <laughs> Blacking it up. Blacking it up, Super Bowl halftime show. Let's do it. Because y'all know oh. our music is everybody's music anyway. Yeah, who would not die for a, uh, that would be a spectacular. And he's on this high from his Vegas residency. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Spectacular time. I would be up out my seat sweating if Usher gets on that stage. So I thousand percent am behind that as well. So we'll see what happens, guys. Let us know what your thoughts are about who you would love to see step on that Super Bowl halftime show stage. You know, if you're rocking with the NFL, you may still be boycotting, which I ain't mad at you. Do nope. you think? All right, Delora, what do we have coming for the people next Tuesday? Ashley, we have another in conversation. Whoop, whoop. Uh, I am super excited. We are going to speak to Stephanie McBee. I am super excited. She is a daytime television producer and she's been on some pretty major shows like The View. <laughs> if y'all know faves. anything about me and Ashley, we love daytime television and The View is numero uno. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just one of the daytime television shows that she's had her her fingerprints on and we're excited to learn more about her journey absolutely cannot wait for you guys to hear the conversation we have coming for you with stephanie as always please feel free to share this episode with friends family loved ones everyone out there we appreciate you so much we will see you next time in the meantime be blessed bye